0: True Health Live, your favorite public health podcast. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and audio on your favorite podcast platforms. If you're interested in public health, then this is the space for you. Greetings, greetings, everyone. Welcome to True Health Live. I'm Lija Sully. I'm here today. This is just an audio, but you'll definitely be able to catch this on youtube as well as linkedin and facebook as well um it'll just be a slideshow but that's okay so today we're talking about stress in public health you know why stress so, yeah. i i originally wanted to talk about water right you know there's definitely a water shortage and a water crisis and talk about how that affects the public health especially how it also shows up on the um social justice uh, scene and why it's uh, caused so many health disparities, right? But we just had um, this strong or weak, um, words have power, so we say strong here. So this strong, we had a a day that comes every year. Uh, This was the uh, midterm elections, right? So I thought, like, you know, how stressed out is everybody? Very. Very. I would imagine, you know, that in some places they're still counting, everybody's kind of like nail biting and and it's always, a, you know, November, um, that Tuesday, right, in November is always, um, it's always a nail biter. You know? And it, it can always be pretty stressful for people and, and on different spectrums, depending on, you know, how close you are to that type of movement, you know, especially when it comes to policy and advocacy um, or just how closely you follow. You know, because not everybody, we know voting is a, a thing in uh, this country. And, you know, some people vote, some people don't, to each his own. But the point is, it could be a very stressful time of year. So it, it, it just made more sense to discuss stress, right, and how that affects the public health. Because there are a lot of things happening, especially since we are, I know some people post-pandemic, right, right? Um, we've had things added on to the list of why we're stressed over these last couple of years. So um, it just made sense to, to talk about it. And I think I've done it before on one of my other channels, not necessarily the podcast, but it definitely, the issue of stress has definitely come up with me and the ladies before. Um, but it, 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 it's okay to like, you know, recap and, and kind of go over why we have to remember these things so we can stay healthy. Right. Because, The whole point of True Health Live is to, you know, have conversations about why we need to be healthy and and talk about the things that we need to be aware of that make us unhealthy or things that are threats to our health. So stress is stress management. Um, Like a third of people here, at least in the U.S., report um, being stressed, 33 percent of the U.S. population, 33% of all people surveyed. And, you know, of course in research, um, every person uh, represents a group of people. So um, for example, like I think I did a survey, we did a survey when I was still doing work with like the tobacco group. We did a survey of about a thousand people and we did like some personal interviews and every one person represented about like 300 to 400 people so you know when we think of games like family feud and like survey says right um so surveys are important you know that can also be um you know a point of stress like the information that we get from surveys or you know even the the fact that surveys can be skewed you know we'll definitely um touch on that i want to make sure that i'm being you know open about things sometimes they can be skewed um, or 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 how they're interpreted uh, can be you know sometimes off and I, and and many times it may not even be how it's interpreted it's just like who was a part of the survey we know this is a big issue you know that goes into the diversity equity and inclusion field and health you know health equity you know who's included in studies and surveys you know there's definitely an imba- imbalance when it comes to People of color being included in some of these things. So it's like, do we have an accurate view of how many people are actually stressed? And I wonder, you know, if this survey, you know, is one of those um, surveys that are an inaccurately uh, balanced because it doesn't include enough people of color, the amount of people who are stressed could probably be way more than 33%. But we'll go with thirty-three percent because that's the information that's published. That's what we have, and we can't necessarily go off of a guess. Um, but you and I know, between us, it's most likely more. Um, but anyway, even still, a third of the population is 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 entirely too much, and you know, most of the studies say that the most stressed out age group. Is about is third is eighteen to thirty three, and that's a wide range. It's a really wide range that includes a, um at least two generations, right? And 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 if we even go by like who's more stressed, um, I think Gen Z is at the top of the list, and they're the young ones, right? Then there's the millennials, and and millennials can be funny. Like depending on if you're, there's a lot of millennials who are like cusp babies. So depending on where you fall, and like you could be a millennial, or you could be Gen X, or Gen Y. Sorry, we don't really talk about Gen Y all the time. But uh, Gen Z, then millennials, then Gen X, then baby boomers. You know, it's like the older you get, like the less you, you know, have to be concerned about. But it doesn't mean that, you know, maybe the stress isn't there as much. But you may be dealing with um, for those baby boomers and and Gen Xers and older adults, they could be dealing with the after effects of a lifetime of stress right so maybe the external uh, stressors are not there anymore but it doesn't mean that they're not dealing with the the fallout from stress you know and what are some of those things um, you know it, common triggers can be let's, let's go from the let let's, let's go by the age range right so like those younger people in the spectrum, Schoolwork, social anxiety, and the social anxiety and social issues and all that, that can actually, that, we can put that over the entire range. Um, what, you know, deciding what to do um, for college, if they want to go to college, how are they going to make a living, you know, uh, how are they going to move up out of mom and dad's house? You know, they have those types of things. Um, you know, definitely school work, which, which I find interesting because maybe it's, I was talking to a community member, a younger community member, a baby. He was eight years old. I'm like, you know, do you have any homework? And he's like, no. I'm like, they don't give homework anymore. This shows how old I am. And he's like, no. And then um, another individual we were walking with said, I think they only give homework if there's like a, if there's a struggle. And I'm just like, when do they start to get homework? Maybe that's it. Maybe they have to like be, um, uh uh prepped for having homework and 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 then it won't be such a surprise when they get older. You know, I wonder if that's part of it. But you know, needless to say, um, they definitely are stressed about schoolwork. And then you know, we get a little older, those social anxieties and social stresses are still there. You know, how you move and, and make friends with people. And again, some of that is because everything is online. And I know many people have said this before me. Um people don't meet people the same way anymore. They don't make friends anymore. There's not necessarily that physical organic exchange and this is pre-pandemic you know this was you know this goes with everything being digital you know people meeting people online having whole relationships um online um you know so then when there has to be like a, a genuine interaction like physical real life interaction with people there's not real a real understanding or know how to do it so that can be you know stressful for people it can be stressful for people to have to move around you know digitally for everything and not necessarily get the ins and outs and the who's and the why's and the what's so there's all these things that are all over the place that are stressing us out so then again like so what's the fallout from that heart disease um high blood pressure all those things that that also come from the what we've talked we talk about all the time like you know even the, the way we eat what goes into our bodies so the same thing you know is is can be said about stress like what external triggers you know are, or stressors are creating these external things that that we then now ingest and they become um problems that manifest or diseases that manifest within our body, high blood sugar. Um, you, you can get sick. You can even like, you know, come down with a cold, uh, flu, sleep dysfunction, um, depression, like all of those things. And the interesting thing about like, you know, just even getting like physically sick, like with like a cold, because it's like, well, how can a cold, how can stress give, you know, give you a cold? Don't, isn't it a virus? Like, you know, don't you have to catch it from something? Yeah, but. When you are constantly in stress mode, which a lot of people are, you know, your body goes into a a perpetual fight or flight, that's stress. And so when your body's there, it starts to no longer really, um, the signals don't, don't click anymore. So if you're always there, your signal of, okay, the stressor is gone, may not go off. So your switch is always on. And so if your switch is always on, the body's going to drain energy from other places to keep that switch on. And so then that means your immune system is weakened. So then, yeah, you'll catch a cold. You'll get the flu. You might get, you know, sick from other things. So I'll just leave it at that. You know, the, the immune system um, is more than just like, you know, taking vitamin C and, and, and ingesting physical things. It also, you know, comes from a mental and spiritual place as well. Right. Or, or it is connected to your mental and spiritual and how healthy those planes are as well. Um, what are some of the things that stress us out the most? You know, I did mention like, you know, OK, well, this week it's like there's elections, um, health care, um, child care. What are we doing with our relationships, our our friendships, our family and relative relationships, our marriages? All of those things. The biggest thing, finances, and finances cuts across all those um, areas. You know, finances can destroy. Um, you know, or not not properly managing finances. Let's put it that way, because finances don't just manage themselves. <laughs> not properly managing finances can destroy relationships. You know, um, especially if there's not um, accountability, or you know, or educational knowledge of how to manage finances you know frustrations can get high and then you know things can break um so um finances that is the most it's listed as like the number one reason or number one cause of stress problems so um interestingly enough you know that age group 18 to 33 we know a lot of gen z is like they're uh, quote unquote influencers and making their money, making their bones off of the internet. They're getting paid. You know, they, as they say, they're getting the bag, right? Um, and also, as you know, as we're talking about bags, make sure you go over to Anu um, Life Global Ministries and catch the latest midday affirmation. We have so many. We do them every Sunday at 12 p.m. And the latest one, we're talking about what's in your bag and really talking about whether we carry know what we carry in our bags or our purse you know what we carry every day and if it's something that it has purpose or you're just carrying around a lot of baggage and that baggage can be stress you know what emotional stress or you know uh stress that's manifesting from old things that no longer have a purpose that we're carrying with us so that's stress as well you know so um it's all related is my point so yeah finances are the number one cause that also can overarch that age, It you know, it's definitely interwoven through that age group of 18 to 33. Uh, makes sense. You know, 18 year old, everybody's working and doing something to hustle nowadays. And on that hustle is always about like, you know, how are you going to get the bag or make that money? And that's where finances pop up. The most, I don't know if it's the most stressed out age because if it's, you know, it's by age groups so Gen Z's at the top, but by age thirty-six um is when people, you know, start recording, they feel most um feel most stressed out. So it's like the most stressed out age, I guess. Like and so if we're talking about like by groups, yeah, by groups, Gen Z, the millennials and so on down the line. But then when it comes to like the age that people feel most stressed out, um, apparently is the age of thirty-six. And I'm like, hmm, I thought that was interesting. Cause um, if you're into numerology it, you know, the 36 can be, you know, kind of whittled down, not kind of, but it, it whittles down to the number nine. And in uh, some systems, like, for example, when it comes to Supreme Mathematics, the nine is related to birth and, and not just any birth, but like a second birth. So the first birth is your physical birth. And that second birth is your rebirth, your your spiritual um, rebirth. So I thought that was interesting. Like, you know, if that's the age that people report feeling most stressed. It's like, I wonder if is and then there's the, you know, the idea of like midlife crisis, right? Um, and that's, you know, getting younger and younger. But um, I wondered, I'm like, you know, well, this would be like a, a tipping point where if there was like a change of mindset or a stepping back to look at ourselves, like objectively to move into a certain place so that we're not stressed anymore. And that could be, you know, that, that rebirth that you have. So I just thought that was interesting, you know, something interesting to share. So if you're into numerology, definitely go, you know, look up some of that information because, you know, that that can be something that pulls you away, right? Something interesting to pull you away from your everyday stressors and take your mind off of, you know, those external triggers. Um, and also definitely take a look at... Um, you know, look up Supreme Mathematics to get a little bit more of an understanding about what it means and what it is. Um, you could definitely also follow Anu Life Global Ministries on Instagram, Anu Life GM. Um, they definitely do, we do a, a mathematics question every day. So you can join in the conversation and get a little bit more information about that. So, yeah, finances is what causes the most stress. The most stressed out age group is Gen Z. The range of the most stressed is 18 to 33, but people report at 36 being the most stressed out. So that's where we are when it comes to um, stress. I wanted to share a little bit of a story when it comes to the younger uh, generation. We'll go back to the Gen Z. So recently I did um, a Red Wrap event. So Red Wrap is an initiative of Anu Life Global Ministries, which is my community, and We did an event um, in Brooklyn and we had some young girls stop by. They were on the higher end of the age range, like teenagers. And, you know, they were, we were talking about periods and menses and they were like, you know, I'm so stressed out. And I'm just like, what, I'm thinking like, you're so young. What do you have to be stressed out at? Which was, you know, which was rude of me because it's like, no, they have stressors too. And as we're speaking, like, it made me think like, To add to the list of like conditions linked to stress, when it comes to women, what does it do to our womb? You know, you know, what are they holding in their wombs? How are their menses um, uh, reflections of the type of stress that they're holding? So all of these things are related and interwoven and, and connected, you know, to how important it is to really take a step back and think about how we can reduce um, external triggers of stress. One of the main things about stress is like the, I don't want to say like confusing, but like the mixing up of like that and anxiety. And I was definitely guilty of that as well. You know, they're different. They're, they're absolutely related, but they're different. There's a, there's a fine line between them. Right. So like stress is, um, usually like caused by external triggers and they can be short term or long term. You know, we, we went over some of them, you know, finances, elections, um, family problems, relationship problems, children, marriage. Um, uh, and and it it could be a range of, a range of things. Even when the, the symptoms of stress manifest that can become like a circular, a circular event. Like, okay, so now I'm having, wound issues and so now I'm stressed out about, you know, how I can uh, correct it or make it stop. So it can become like this circular event. Um, And so what happens is it can be physical or mental, but then they're usually, the stress is is tied, like I said, to external events. And once that external event stops, the stress is supposed to stop. But what's happening, what usually happens and what happens with a lot of people is that, there remains like this persistent um, or excessive worry. And that part is the anxiety, right? So the stress can be like the mental or, you know, physical uh, reactions that we have to an external trigger, but the anxiety is more like long-term and persistent, even after those triggers are gone. So it's almost like the anxiety comes, you know, when because you're still in that fight or flight mode, you know, remember? If you're constantly in that fight or flight mode, then other things start to happen. You know, you can get sick in many different ways, not just a cold. You know, the body starts can start to break down. Um, yeah, anxiety can be in the absence of a stressor and leads to, you know, nearly, like I said, identical issues, um, sleep disruption, wound care issues, um, cold, flu, um. Even issues with the brain, right? Because if you're in that fight or flight, like I said, the body will drain power from elsewhere. So, you know, what does it do to our cognitive, um, our cognitive abilities? And so as I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, everybody's stressed out, myself included. <laughs> like even like thinking about, okay, what am I going to talk about? Wh- when is the podcast going to get out? Like sometimes those are stressors. And then I have to think like, how much of the stress is self-induced? So that's that's really key. How much of our stress that we take on are things that are self-induced because we have to, you know, really take a step back or be accountable for some of the things that we we do and say and think. So I want to make sure like that be that being said, you know, some of it is is um, self-pause and 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 you know the jury can be out on how much of that is you know everybody's different but how much of it uh how much are we doing to ourselves how much of it is self-inflicted um as as we as one would say but what are so so the key part here is like what are some tangible steps we can take to reduce some of that stress So, well, one big one, the first one that I have on my list, and I made, like, a list of, like, just four, like, little things that we can just do, like, easily, um, is to find community. Um, One of the last shows that I did was talking about, like, the importance of community and public health and, you know, really thinking about what the... what the reality of what community is. And so it's not just like, oh, the people I live around because it's like, well, do you even know the people that you live around? And if you do, great. If you like them, even better. Um, But many people are in areas where they don't necessarily know everybody around them and nor do they like them and they may not even wanna get to know them. Let's just be real. So it's like, be in a space where you can be around people that you really enjoy, right? Um, and that you, where you can, where there's trust and there's, um, reciprocity and a connection and because you're sharing, you know, culture and morals and values. So I think that's the first one. And we may not all, because I guess I said, finances is a big one. So like, are we all going to be able to get up and jump up and move? Probably not. But there's also something called the internet. And there's a lot of places that, you know, are both digital and in-person and you can find your a you can find your community um, and, and use that as like a first step for reducing the stress in your life, right? The second thing on my list is like, do something creative. I like to bead. Do I bead all the time? No. Should I? Yes. Do I need to organize myself a little bit more? so that I can, you know, be often and be more often and create more often. Absolutely. Because that's a a space where I can go where I don't have to think about anything else except for how pretty I want something to come out or how technical I want to be in the creation of it. You know, really thinking about how I want it to look, who I'm going to give it to, uh, if I'm going to give it to someone, or am I just making things just to make them? You know, just put yourself in a space where you can be creative and that creativity is whatever you want it to be. If it's, you know, writing, if it's doing, you know, creating jewelry, if it's um, you're an artist, you you draw or you make music, like whatever that is. If you're a dancer, make time for those creative spaces. And there's an awesome podcast about that um, from Chief Yuya, where he's talking about creativity and spirituality. And you can find that on Um, Chibuya.com. And I'll put some of these links and and whatnot in the description boxes uh, when the video um, comes out. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can definitely head over to True Health Live on YouTube. So www.youtube.com slash True Health Live. We got a, a name now. YouTube has made some changes. Um, and um, you can just kind of click over in the description box and um, for any of the links that I'm sharing on today's show. Um, what else? So we got find community, do something creative, exercise we always need that. And again, like everybody can't exercise to the same level. So even if it's like you go for a 10 to 15 minute walk every day, you get outside, get some fresh air. And I know it's difficult for, for some of us who are in areas that do experience the seasons. So right now it's pretty cold in some places. Um, so, if you have like where you can walk around the house, even if it's the perimeter of the house, get outside, even if it's just to sit on the porch, get outside. Um, walk around if you're gonna sit on the porch, you can do something where you do arm exercises or sitting leg exercises. you know is you know our, like I said our level of exercise is going to be different but you have to get moving moving because that blood circulation is is key and important especially if you are in that space where you're you know dealing with anxiety and and can fall into a state of depression that movement is definitely helpful. And then the final thing, I think so talk to someone I want to make sure I say that again talk to someone um a lot of the times and I have been guilty of this we think I'll just handle it myself or I don't want to burden anybody or I can deal with it that may not be the case because if you could deal with it you wouldn't be sitting there in that space already it is okay to not be okay and so it's okay to talk to someone having like constant stress or constant anxiety is a part of um, mental and um, mental and behavioral health. And so we want to make sure that we are healthy in that space. This is why talking about stress and stresses is important. It affects the public health because it is a part of our mental health and well-being. So we want to make sure that that's a lower part of what's going on with us. We don't want to have a lot of stress so that we have you know we slip into having mental and behavioral health issues or disorders, excuse me um so that you know we're the healthiest that we can be so talking to someone and it and and when i say talking to someone i'm not saying like you know go talk to your cousin or, your, you know, your friend or whatever. Those are really good. But if you're in that space where it needs to be someone who is a professional, then you can find that. And it doesn't necessarily, and when I say professional, I'm not saying someone who has, like, you know, a PhD after their name necessarily. Because it can be whoever your spiritual counselor is. If you, if, if it is your prerogative to go to church. It can be whoever your spiritual leader, your teacher, your chief, your jegna. That's who you can go speak to because they, you know, are usually trained in those areas, Um, most likely. They should be. Um, So you can definitely go that route and talk to someone who will will be able to help you through those. Um, And sometimes if there needs to be a, a team, so meaning like more than one, then so be it. Then so be it. And the reason why I'm saying, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a PhD because, again, finances everybody's not in this at the same level where they can afford everything so I want to make sure I'm being um, as broad as possible to give folks options of what to use so if you if you are just a regular person listening to this it's like well I can't afford it you know I want to make sure you're hearing something you can't afford if you are someone who is um, in the public health field and maybe you have clients or maybe you have friends you know um, these are things that you can share with them. You know, True Health Live is about helping everybody, you know, with, with um, different um, steps and, and tangible things that we can do when it comes to addressing a particular issue. So, what were our four? They were find community, do something creative, exercise, even if it's 10 to 15 minute walk every day, and then talk to someone or get a counselor. So, those are some tangible things that you can do right now, today. Before the sun sets, if, if you're in, if you're across the globe, the sun's probably already setting by the time you listen to this, by the time this comes out, because I'm going to release this at about 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it is going to be dark. But when you're listening to this, if it's daylight, you can do some of those things before the sun sets, um, wherever you are and whenever you are. Um, you know, Take this recording back, rewind it, and listen to those four steps over and over and over again. Um, and we'll definitely do more shows on stress and like other things, I'll, you know, I can, ha- I'll have someone on to talk about like, you know, their story and what they've done to, you know, release stress. So you can hear like, a, you know, um, someone at who, who, you know, can actually speak to what they may have been successful at, you know, cause everything doesn't have to be like my story. So absolutely. So definitely if this podcast has helped you in any way. When talking, we are talking about stress, like with regards to like the information of the stats or the statistics shared, and then the tangible steps to deal with them. You know, let me know if there's something that you want me to go over or talk about a little bit more. Definitely call me. Let me know. The contact information is in the um, is in the description box of the video, and, and and it definitely comes on at the the outro at the end. But um, absolutely. Like stress is something I wanted to talk about. And um, we'll get into the issue of, of another stressor that some people are going through, which is, you know, the the lack of proper um, infrastructure for water for many communities um, in this country, and it's just happening more and more, like a I don't want to say a domino effect, but it's definitely like pinging up all over the country. So, like, why is that happening? How how is that you know leading to um, the increase of health issues in certain populations so we'll get into that next time um what i wanted to do before we go out is definitely talk to everyone or share with everyone my ebook which i have not done in all of these So the ebook came out in july and we've had several podcasts since july and i don't think that i have um promoted it on the podcast once. So I'm going to use this time to talk about the ebook. You may have seen some of the, the commercials out about it. Um, and so, and if you haven't, willfully you have, you will soon. Um, but my ebook, 10 Points of Public Health and and stress is actually, is talked about in there because uh, one of the 10 points um, uh, talks about how, you know, for example, housing is one of the 10 points and, you know, how it, it can cause stress. Um, And constant moving and things like that. But the book is called 10 Points uh, in Public Health Elements and Concepts. It's my first ebook and it is free. That's right. You heard it. It is free 99 and you can go on DeidreSully.com backslash um, 10 points ebook. And you can find it there, or you can just go to djasoli.com, and the first um, image there is going to take you right to the landing page for the ebook. But it's called Ten Points in Public Health, first ebook. And so I kept it really short. It's in it's the ten points told in three parts, and that is. Um, um, it's a, it's three, four, three. That's the the pattern. It's three, four, three. Uh, part one talks about the tenets of public health. Um, and if you are a public health student or someone who, who is in the public health arena, you know those three tenets from CEA Wenslow, preventing health, promoting health, and prolonging life, right? Um, um, I'm not going to go too deep into them. Go get the book, download it. The second part is what I like to call, and I think I coined this because I haven't seen this anywhere else. It's the public health peas. So it's eat your peas, public health peas. The peas is an acronym for policy, equity, advocacy, and systems. So public policy, public health policy, public health equity, public health advocacy, and public health systems. And I, you know, briefly go over what those mean and different examples of how they have been addressed. And then finally, um, I've made, I wanted to make sure I didn't leave this out, is um, part three, the bare necessities. You know, how do we get to the places that we are when it comes to the public's health? And it's either the presence or lack of the bare necessities, food, clothing, and shelter. And they all come together to form, you know, where we are on the poverty spectrum. Right. Or whether you experience poverty or not. And so we talk about like, you know, water. We talk about housing. Um, and again, those things call stressors. If you don't have the fundamentals, the bare necessities of what it takes to, to, to live, you know, just just the basis of what you need. Stressors are going to be magnified for you. And so you're definitely going to be one of those people that are constantly experiencing anxiety, constantly experiencing, you know, some of the diseases that manifest when it comes to prolonged stress. Um, so, yeah, those three parts. Um, I'll name the, the, uh, the 10 points, um, you know, pre- prevention, promotion, life prolonging policy, equity, advocacy, public health systems, um, housing, nutrition, and poverty. So the food clothing shelter translates into, you know how we address nutrition, how we've addressed poverty, and how we address um, housing for people. So those are the 10 points of public health. Definitely make sure you head over to the website to get it. And I wanna you know make sure that everyone is getting what they need or, or getting the most out of this program and out of this podcast. You know, we always ask, like, you know, share what you want to know more of. You know, suggest if there's someone you want to hear on the show because um, True Health Live is about getting to the core truth. So even if the topic is uncomfortable and something that has to be discussed, we're going to talk about it, even if it's unpopular. Now, we're not going to go, you know, to do things to be quote unquote canceled, but I'm definitely gonna go up to the line if I can, um, because there are a lot of things that do need to be talked about and do need to be revealed. Um, I don't think public health is it definitely falls on that you know drama sphere, but it also then depends on what part what what you're talking about, you know. Um, Last season, we did a show on the vaccine, and depending on who's listening and how they felt about it, that was, you know, pretty dicey. So we'll definitely go there. We will go there um, because it's about telling the truth of certain things. So, you know, Willfully, you got a lot out of that. We talked about stress today. You know, what are the things, the tangible steps? Find community. Do something creative. Exercise every day, and then talk to someone if you need to. Um, so those are the things about, you know, the truth in public health. I want to thank everybody for listening. Make sure you um, check us out on whatever podcast platform you you listen to and um, leave a review. I want to know how the podcast is doing. So leave a review and we will see you. Thank you for joining us here at True Health Live. Remember to like, save, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment and send an email if there's a topic if you want to discuss. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at True Health Live. You can also listen on DeidreSully.com. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss or hear, you can send an email to TrueHealthLive at gmail.com. See you next time.